Okay, punters, it is time to partner with Betfair and preview Natasha Stakes Day, BJ Ryan, Terry Layton. We are teaming up to record episode 118 of the 1-1, your WA racing podcast. It is just after 11.30 a.m. on Thursday the 10th of March, Pinjarra Racing this afternoon, Ascot and Norseman Cup at Esperance on Saturday, and then the so weekend. Is that at Esperance? At Esperance. Race course? Yes. It's not. Um, uh, okay. What are they doing? Is that a tab meeting? Yes. Ah, because I, I thought sure. there was an Esperance. Yeah, right here. Is it a tab? Yeah. That's very unique. Yeah. they Because of the COVID stuff, they moved yep. the um, they moved the Northern Norseman Cup meeting to Esperance. Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah, and then I the, thought there was an Esperance meeting. I was I was a bit confused, but this uh, this ten race card took up all my uh, allotted time on the uh, on Wednesday anyway. AJ, so it's probably lucky. Just going through the fields now. <laughs> so that's why I'm half paying attention to. Yeah, it's all good, man. And then we have got the Bumby Turf Club meeting at Ascot on Sunday. So it's an Ascot double header. Saturday, three, three times Sunday. in five days. Three yes. times in five days. Yes. Poor Ascot. Poor Ascot. It's getting yeah. a bit of a workout. But, uh, but yeah, so there's uh, – if you want to have a bet, locally, there's uh, plenty to choose from over the over – the Have an Eddie? Yeah. Have an Eddie bet? Eddie. An Eddie. An Eddie bet? An Eddie bet. Uh, don't forget, BJ, stay tuned. Stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the, the market. City meets, get out, stakes, S-T-E-A-K-S competition. Uh, and don't forget, today – is week one of the trainers versus jockeys mastermind wa racing mundaring hotel mastermind tournament competition tournament knockout we have from the trainers we have mitchell pateman uh the this will test your ilk <laughs> cyril flower winning trainer <laughs> mitchell pateman against uh new had knocker offerer <laughs> and bunbury stakes winning jockey and multiple group one winning jockey, Stephen Parnham. So, Mitchie Pateman uh, on behalf of the trainers, Steve Parnham on behalf of the jockeys. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. Can't wait. We've finally got our tournament yep. up and running. Uh, four jockeys, four trainers, and one uh, winner. One winner. Mm. Very good. Like it. Chris Parnham, the current market elect. Okay. For those playing at home. Chris Parnham. Yeah, definitely. All race the, experience. All the rage on the futures. Yeah, race experience, consistent campaigner. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be hard to beat. Very good. Uh, what's happening on the Betfair Edge? Plenty. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. Uh, we had Lucy on last week. Great chatting to Lucy Warwick. Um, I should have given her the instructions a bit more firmer. Get out earlier on it, uh, Loki. <laughs> but uh, no, I think Lucy wrote uh, – she actually wrote it perfectly. It's yeah. just, just the gap just, didn't appear a, at the right time. When she did take the gap, she took it strongly and went through it. But it was just think, a moment. It was a moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a just moment. a moment. That's, that's what racing comes down to. But she's flying at the moment. Um, but, yeah, we'll be on air tomorrow. What did you chat to Lucy about? Just her rides or did you Yeah, about training yeah. as well. Um, she's got Thunder of Guns coming to work soon. Um, yeah, no, she just sounds very, uh, very happy with how she's going at the moment. Her confidence is back and that's probably the biggest thing she discussed is that um, how big a thing confidence, I guess, is in racing more <laughs> I than read, anything. I and read somewhere. She had something like seven twenty dollars $30 plus winners for the yeah. month of February. So that's, yeah, that's huge. I read somewhere that she said prior to, I think it was yeah. Woodward Winning at anyway, um, giving Injera, it up. and then she said she could have got wink speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> that was the quote. Could have got winks, but yeah. the way that she was riding. But uh, yeah, she's uh, she's back on top of her game at the moment. That's Certainly sure. is. Yeah, and I love that. I love yeah. I love self awareness as well. Mm-hmm. When you're um, not travelling well, this or that, and yeah, yeah. She obviously uh, found a way to uh, overcome that, and yeah, I think that this will test your win. Probably really helped actually. Yeah, all it sometimes takes is one or two, and you go right here we go. And yeah. back on. Because what else did she want? She wanted Tina Kutu. Tina Kutu, yeah. straight fair, Danielle yeah. Price. That's right. Um, Utkat Lucky. Utkat. <laughs> Ethan Spruger. He's, a, he's uh, just haunting us, that horse, isn't he? Dearie, dearie, man. So, anyway, at least she helped. At least we ran a place. Yes. I think the fourth horse, Bogart, was only just behind us. So it could yeah. have been a real heartbreaker. If, yeah. Um, yeah, I think there was yeah, under point two of a it was, between the It first. was dead heat, nose, nose. Yeah. Because Bogart was sort of- That sounds like the hokey pokey. Yeah, it? Bogart was sort of- Wedged in between them, so you could have been forgiven not knowing. I've erased. I've erased the race from my <laughs> so. Anyway, all right. Ascot, Saturday, March twelve. It's we've got two features: Natasha Stakes and the JC Roberts Stakes. Why aren't the features in the quaddy? They're reasonable sized fields. Good question. Good question. And you, you do have two staying races um, in the quaddy. I just thought they could have. Done that a bit differently, but I don't really care, so I don't know why I brought it up. But six metres for the entirety, BJ. Um, I think more often than not it's playing a little bit on pace on, on Saturdays now, maybe the older, tighter, later season track. But the Westerlies in in the afternoon, so um, no real preconceived ideas. Maybe on pace early, off pace late type thing, but I'm just going to allow for horses to run. All right, quickly, before we start this, we just yes. uh, we forgot to mention congratulations to – Peter's investments for Inspirational Girl winning the uh, oh yeah winning the Blamey I think it was at um, uh, Flemington last Saturday and winning her way into the All Star Mile a race of course uh, Bob and Sandra Peters Cornellard with Regal Power and Superstorm a couple of years ago now so Inspirational Girl defeated Zaki one is in the big one in uh, a couple of weeks time and of course don't forget WA Racing fans kiss on all four cheeks. Will be flying the flag for the Sandgropers at Flemington this Saturday. She's going around in the Shaftesbury Avenue, um, having a run there before hopefully going to Sydney for a couple of Phillies and Mares features, Very good. Uh, culminating in the Group One Million Dollar Queen of the Turf. So she you do a bit of work with Danny. Is she winning on Saturday? We're we declaring it for the listeners. I think she's. I think it's a really good race for her. Forty under J Dub or Flemington J Dub. Yeah, just J Dub. Class bear, Dan's very happy with her. Uh, group one, yeah, and I think she'll she'll either win or go very close to winning at her first attempt uh, around the Flemington 1400 meter circuit on a Saturday. Just trying to find out what price she is. I think she's about four four fifty four dollars something like that. Yeah, okay, just get on, you reckon, Gary? Okay. All right, let's get stuck into it. Got right. 10, 10 to get through. Race one is the well, we're kicking things off at eleven forty eight a.m. The Tab Touch West Speed Platinum. Handicap, 1,200 metres. They've uh, couldn't get a top weight, so we've raised the minimum to 55. And uh, I'm quite keen on one in this, Jerry. Sashern. Interested to see your thoughts on Sashern coming out of midweek company into this West Speed Platinum Handicap. Won us last two for Liz Strempel. There's um, a bit of speed in the race as well uh, through Short Talk and Kelvin. Couple of horses, and there's probably a couple of others that can go forward. I just thought Sashern was going to land in the right position, stalking the leaders and uh, the way it's been going. This prep, I think it's going to be hard to beat. Uh, yes, yes, I uh, agree with with all of the words that just came out of your mouth. Um, yeah, uh, I like Sashern here. There's a bit of speed in the race. 
Uh, it'll probably just park on them. Yeah. Um, that that short talk mm, leads Kelvin. Is that what you were thinking? Short talk leads Kelvin. They'll be aggressive on Kelvin. Yeah. I suspect, seeing as that's how it one two starts ago when it led, they'll sit in the breeze. Um, and then leaders back, maybe a horse like a Zach loves to fly. Yeah. Pink and grey could be a bit of an annoyance out yeah. three wide unless they ride it cold. Has. Ridden some, uh, run some good races, being ridden cold. But uh, no, Sashern maps very nicely. And um, I think if Brad Willer can just get rolling into the race on the bend, that last victory, uh, well, the maiden win was soft as anything. Yeah. And there's been a couple of reasonable uh, winners come out of that maiden. And then um, and then at Belmont being pressured by Irritable Rodney. Three, three right, deep. Yeah. There was a um, lot of merit in that win. Yeah, yeah, there was. It was pretty soft again for yeah. Sean O'Donnell. I think both times it's won. It's um, the hoops sat up and sort of had something in the tank. The only thing I'll say is blue skates and there's a thought of come out at their next starts and, and gone pretty ordinary. So the, that's a slight worry for the form line. But um, no, clear lane for me. Uh, Alien from Mars last run was the, run of the, was the run of the day. It's just that Alien from Mars garage days and um, point taken, who the bars are off, looks to have come back nicely if the yeah. trials are anything to go yep. by. Um, they're just going to stand. Uh, Sishern, a pretty big start early in the day. So Sishern, for me, on a card, I've got pretty minimal confidence, probably just about my best, I reckon. I was 280, Sishern, you? 255. Yep. So, yeah, so just having a – Don't know what the market does. The market. Uh, Sishern's it's fluctuating between – It's about 320, between. I think, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's about 320. 350, so. some places as well. Mate, $3 plus, I'm happy to have a bet, I think will be will be my go. But uh, not sure what this market will do, BJ. I don't know if this is best or if it um, watch, gets better later. Watching Alien from Mars last night, it's like, oh, you're just going to have to follow this horse. But you're well, right. It's just yeah. going to be sort of last again and spotting Sashurn at least three on straightening yeah. minimum. So I wouldn't it, surprise me at all if it's uh, it's the one that gets us late, if that's how the race pans out. Just, the way, at, that, at, just, at just the way that Sashurn's been winning. Yeah. I just, I just feel like he's just going to – from the run he's going to get – Hopefully, Brad Willer can get rolling, as you said, into the race with momentum and then just put him away shortly after straightening. And they'll come, but I think Sashern will have a uh, have, have pinched a race-winning lead by that stage. So, Sashern, keen. Concur. Yeah. Race them two, 12.28 p.m., the Crown Perth Plate. Crown Perth Plate. I think I'm heading to Crown Perth on Friday night. Catching with a friend of mine. Haven't seen him for a while. No one cares. Um, I narrowed this down to three. BJ, Loopy's baby will be popular, but I just knew Loopy's baby was going to be under my price. Um, and, well, Brad actually went up above my price. Yeah. It's, it's now below my price. I think, what are we talking? Around about $2.90 across the border. $2.93. Yeah. I actually wanted to say this before we started this preview, BJ. This is a, a meeting where nearly every single race, and it's probably been happening too much recently, and, and the McCormick's, Pete McCormick's a big understander of, of this, and I, well, everyone that punts should be a big understander of this, but I think I've been going into too many races like this is the horse I'm backing, this is the horse I'm backing, and that's not how it should work, unless you are dead set on something and you set yourself minimum price. This is a meeting where there are just so many horses I'm willing to be on if it's the right price, and it's it's really, really, really the biggest price orientated meeting that I've probably come across. Um, it's a, for it, so long. It's a wild meeting, isn't it? Like mm. there's two 2100 meter races with full fields. There's a 15 horse two year old race when you know it's, it's just it's, some of these races just popped up out of nowhere. So I think there's going to be. There's going to be some random results during the day, I think. Yeah, I think so. And yes. this could be one. I'd, Loopy's baby, I'm about 350. It's it's on top for me. Clearly the one to beat. Nice run last time out. Um, I thought on the day that it was a bit unluckier than it was. Steve actually got some cover in the three-wide line, peeled, got into it. Penny's on the Queen beat it, and Penny's on the Queen was unlucky. So just, look, I, I've got Loopy's baby 
on top, but I'm not taking two ninety three dollars that it currently is. Um, I'm three fifty, as I said. I've got Loopy's babies on top as well, three seventy five. There you go. Yeah. So you go. So we're, we're basically the same price so with Loopy's the, the baby. Thing with thing that I liked about the thing that it was interesting with Loopy's babies is Stevie was re- really positive about the gates, and then he dropped into the three wide line, and there, there is some head on vision down the back straight where the horse was over racing um, when Steve was trying to get her get her back uh, behind back in with some cover and then he had to go back out to the four wide line briefly to grab another hold and come back mm-hmm. again so did probably burn a little bit of excess fuel through inexperience early in the race and for Might her, for try her to, lead for her to let down as well as it did and then just get collared late i think i think there was uh there's a bit of improvement to come in loopies but yeah yep. so um but yeah i wasn't i wasn't expecting it to be you know, I was. three dollars yeah. Yeah. yeah i just think from the gate it has to be i mean all the none of the first starters got me um at all um, couldn't come at any of them whatsoever. So it came down to the top two for me. Capricorn Man is stiff on debut. Don't think it was going to beat Man Crush, but it was stiff. Should have finished a bit closer. Um, yep. And then last start was just a, a tough watch. Yeah. Uh, should have won that race, I think you'll find, against Aza. That was a strong little midweek two-year-old event. Birds of Word got the run that day and wasn't good enough. That's the reason I'm probably looking around Birds of Word. But yeah. look. Capricorn man's drawn sticky, but the step up the 1,200 metres to me for it, it looks really suitable. I just don't know what Jordan's going to do from four day, and it's a tough steer. It's three wide line, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but it looks that type of race. So for me, if yeah. some of these debutants go forward, I think up to the 1,200 metres, they'll be paddling late. It's very yeah. hard. And you know what happens in these races where they fire them out yeah. and they grab hold exactly. and the field bunches. I think this will be an yeah. off-pace race. And yeah. That's the thing, and I, that's one thing I worry about, Loopy's baby getting caught in the back of a couple of um, – the, the good gate might be a – a negative to some degree. So, look, because he land, lands one off and gets bottled up. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Look, yeah. for the sake of an each way tip, I'm going to go with horse number one, Galaxy Affair. Um, I actually really liked its maiden, uh, its debut midweek when running third to swim through. Then sat three, four deep the trip, no cover. Didn't beat much that day, but it was. Pretty impressive stuff. Mm. Came out, was very unlucky on a leader by a stay behind Fiorucci Mama, who's uh, gone on to make that four. Should have run the top three that day. Yeah, yep. on a day where you just couldn't be back and it went super. A little 400-metre trial to tune up for this is perfect. Um, was under a hold throughout. So Clint's going to need to do a lot right. But $10, $11, um, that's the one. Well, in saying that, I'm $4.80 Galaxy Fair, $4.80 Capricorn Man, so you can probably make a case to back both at around $7 and $11. Okay. They're the value for me. So that's how I'll be attacking it. BJ, happy taking on um, the rest. A big a bit of a watch on Demolish, though, liked its debut. Yeah, big run on debut. A few debut, months ago. What's... Um so let's talk about Mac Mac just quickly. Yeah. First starter from the Dion Luciani camp, obviously very astute with these babies. Now, Mac Mac, he did run six of nine two trials ago, beaten over six lengths behind Magna Burma. But go back and watch that. That was a tough steer for Holly Watson. This this gelding just gave her a really hard ride. And she was going to – Mac Mac was going to tail him off and then got going again late, went to the line quite well, and then – was ridden for speed at its follow-up trial at Lark Hill with a Jade McNaught on board who uh, takes a ride on Saturday, led up a horse by the name, um, led, led them up and gave a good kick and was run down by a horse by the name of Amelia's Jewel, who admittedly gave Mac Mac a bit of wind bear, but there was a big gap, six, seven lengths back to third. Uh, I, th- I thought that that trial was, was really good. I know you're not as keen on it, uh, on Mac Mac in this race, but I, I, I'm thinking... Uh, positive, positive tactics from Jay McNaught. Mac Mac can land outside leader, and just the strength of that trial suggests that this horse can 
can give a kick. And I will, oh, I'm thinking Mac Max a, a big player in this race. Tipping Loopy's babies, I've got, but uh, a bit below my price. Mac back three dollars, but I'm with you. Galaxy Affair Mark third pick eight fifty. So that ten dollars, eleven dollars, that's around at the moment is a touch of value as as well there. But I'm not complete. I think Mac Max the best of the first starters. Um, but in terms of the horse, I think a win was Loopy's Babies, but uh, Mac Mac and Galaxy Fair is the value for me as well. Yeah, just a Mac, it's a 1200. It was over a thousand on debut, I'd be reckon I'd be pretty keen, Mac Mac, but yeah. 1200 meters on debut, and as you said, from the breeze, it's a pretty tough little assignment, you know. So, um, yeah, very, very sticky grace. The two I, I, I like have drawn 13 and 14, that probably tells you a bit of a story. So, yeah, I'm um, surprised if the winner doesn't come from Galaxy Capricorn or, or Loop. Yeah. He's baby. Yeah. Yeah. I was 850 Capricorn as well. So yeah. They're, they're the ones I think there was some, but yeah, it's going to be an uh, interesting race for the 1200 for the two year olds. So um, maybe that three four, wide, three, four wide moving line might be the place yeah. to be for those horses drawn wide. Next race, race three is the Vale Rob Harvey, 1000 meters, ratings 78 plus over the 1000 meters. Pans down. Simply dominant for Simon A and Paddy Carberry when resuming over the Ascot 1000. First up, runs into another suitable Ascot 1000 assignment. He really stands out as the, uh, as the one they all have to be. What price, Pans down? Uh, I was a $1.65 BJ, but in, I mean, there isn't many markets up at the moment, actually. It's about even, even money. I'm not going to dive into the even money, yeah. um, but it's just racing the same horses here. So, <laughs> Zebel probably takes on Acromantula, gets her, I don't know. There's there's less in it. There's little weight swings. Acromantula gets a couple of kilos and pans down, but uh, it's too dominant not to consider BJ. So if there's some silly little drift to 240, 250, then I'm, I'm going to have yeah. a bet pans down. There was first up. It was a pretty wild one. I, a, I didn't expect a, to back pans down first up. He's got a horse that, so. that happens to he – can, he can get the wobbles in betting, mm. but he – Sometimes he opens in the 250, ends up like 3, 310, 320, something like that. So first up, he was 360 out to $5. So, yeah, he's – um The mid-twos will get me here. Yeah. This is, I think on a card where there's so much dissecting races, this is just a – it's a simple one. Just that was a really good, on Betfair. That was a really good win, wasn't it, first up. Three wide moving, um, the grey horse of – what's the – Neville's grey horse that won last Saturday? Express time. Express time come out of that race and won. Does Scott um, McCormick own a share in that? He loves it. He loves it. Express Times won three races by noses prep. I'm positive. Yeah, has it? Top of us you'd love, isn't it? Yeah. He knows how good. to win. No. Uh, track and distance, four from four pans down. Now, what do we make of Shantalk? Back from a freshen, Russell Stewart has gone Not for Jet Stanley, claiming three. So uh, Meats has a... What's that? Five and a half kilos on the top weight, hands down. 70 days between his runs for Shantor. Class Mare made her name as a 1,000-meter horse early. She's three wins from four starts over the Ascot 1,000. Good horse, Shantor. Sean McGrady not riding, is he, at the meeting or what's going on? It goes three lengths better for Sean McGrady than any other jockey. Any, I don't know. For some reason, it seems to just not put him on, not put him on, not put him on. Oh, we need to put Sean McGrady on because we want the horse to go good. So, um, I guess it's I guess the one thing in Shantalk's favour it's the point of difference. I think I, I think Shantalk's the biggest danger to Pans Down. I think Pans Down's got Acromantula and Zebel covered, and I think Shantalk's coming in off a of freshen. If you go back through a form around third, third in the Jungle Dawn, ran second to the Spruker, Spruker and Resort Man, who both went around in a Bunbury Stakes 
last Saturday and then knocked off Sun Sun to win. That was a really good win, over twelve hundred back on uh, Perth Cup day. I think she freshened up. Shantort is the is the only possible danger to pants down for mine, but um, no, not for you. Nah, definitely not for yeah. me. No, not for me. No, just this is a very simple race. I'm yeah. just going to sit there and hope for a bet fair drift. I'm not going to take any of the two bucks now, or whatever. Uh, as you said, I was, I was, funny little things can happen. Yeah, I was 225 pounds down. Yeah, before. I was a dollar 65. It was yeah. just too good. Yeah, it was just too good. And it's not a horse I think will have a flat one second up. Yeah, stable's really humming at the moment. And uh, Paddy just keeps churning out the winners. Yep. Um, he can probably ride this poorly and still wins, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, just keep, keep him out of trouble. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay, race four is the International Women's Day handicap. Another 1,000 metre race. TK Layton is going to run up. Number yeah. one, Material Witness. Jay? Jay Dunn? Oh, you reckon? You tell me. Nah, I don't know. Um, only th- let's tell you what, good race. Good I race. Saw, we nom for three. We nom for 1,200, the thousand, the previous 1,000 metre. When I saw that go down to five or six runners, um, a few of those were actually scratched and came back in. Yeah. I, I was thinking, oh, don't go in that one just because it's a small field because um, we can't beat Pans down. Yeah. Uh, I was very, very happy when they chose this race. It was the perfect assignment. So, well done, crew. Um, disappointed. Holly didn't realize Holly lost her three on the Saturday as well, which is a little bit disappointing. <laughs> Would have preferred to get down to the 59. If I knew it was just two, I'd almost say just leave Clinton and carry the 62, to be honest with you, because uh, he's a bit of an Ed case. A bit like and his also owners. from two. It's uh, – we don't have to get that far. We're not – the reason we've been getting far back, at Pinjarra we dropped to last because we drew the widest and then I, I last that. start we dropped out because we drew the widest again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Holly, but there's still a bit We've of We've still got to be three back fence though, right? Yeah, that's, getting there to steer. We're yeah. going to need a, to, to drop a bit of a Miss Frost mm. top steer for us. But, uh, look, three runners here that can win the race, material witness, state of power and uh, Super X. I love the trial of Famous Journey. And the yeah. only reason I'm not including yeah. Famous Journey, BJ, is because underneath Famous Journey is Olga Louisa, Super X, um, and shock result. So if Olga's been scratched a few times recently, if Olga comes out, um, that probably changes the race and I'd add Famous Journey to that mix as well. Um, it's just on a speed map point of view, I found it uh, difficult for to, to map Famous Journey. But, um, yeah, I think the market's a bit heavy towards state of power at the moment. That's, yeah. not, that's not what mine looks like. 215, that's that's just a little bit. Um, I was $3 state of power, material winners 450 yeah, I'm well. I'm three. Where am I? Three thirty. Three bucks. State of power. Three seventy five. Material witness. I end up having Super X four dollars fifty. I'm field the rest though. Like yeah. I'm out the door. The rest. I should have famous Olga. journey a little shorter. A million to one. Okay. Um, six million to one actually. Seven million to one. Eight million to one. I actually really like Olga Louisa as a betting horse. Just been scratched a few times. Yeah, she's been in season. Uh, and um, coming off a of hoof abscess. Coming off. Oh, that one's well. Yeah. But yeah, all the good things. Yep. Um, but yeah, Melody Secret will be will appreciate the top end tempo, but it's not good enough. Shock result. I can't see how shock result wins unless it gets a soft lead in a race like it's not gonna Gee. get that. Al Capone's a far better horse down the straight. Can't win. Um, there's nothing in this. So look, I, as an owner, five bucks material witness. Mario is one of the owners, just messaged me before, said, geez, we look a reasonable price. And I think he's mm. probably not far off it. Um, I'll probably wait for Betfair though. But um, yeah, I'm, I'll have something material witness, but that's an owner's bet. I wouldn't be following me in. <laughs> yeah, geez, I'm just refreshing my odds here. So state of power is very, Too thin. very heavy. Too yeah. thin. As I said, today's fair enough. Like state of power, I've got, I've marked it my favourite, so I think it's the most likely horse yeah, to win. Sense. But there's yeah. no way in the world I'm even considering two dollars and fifteen cents. 
I'd have to have a few cents short in my brain to consider that. I've got the state of power on top, but uh, at the current prices, I think that uh, $5. That's our theme of this podcast, isn't mm, it? Our, our, the uh, price is right. We'll call this Larry Emder. Episode right. 118 can be called Larry Emder. Come on down. If yep. Holly if Holly can give this material a steer from two, just got to get the, the gaps need to uh, – Need to open in the straight and uh, look out. One thing we do think about Material Witness um, internally is that um, it's a barrier horse, doesn't handle three wide lines, does a few things yeah. wrong around the bend. Yeah. Uh, so the nice draw, even being even being held up and then Coiled exploding, yep. I think that sort of suits a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think we can win the race. All right, just before we leave this race, geez, Melody's Secret was a uh, good thing about it, Geraldton, the other day. Yeah, I was on actually. I was on. The, the I, just, way, I just caught the replay last night. And I was like, oh, gee, where's it? The true? way <laughs> that race was going to be run, um, it had to be it or eliminate. They were probably going to win it. And yep. eliminate had the the pads on. Interrupt. One was two fifty. Yeah. One was ten bucks. So it was an easy decision to have a bet. I also backed our insider hundreds into tens or fifteens or something. I knew that it couldn't probably win, but um, so the horse that ran. We got out. Well, I got our money. We got our money last Saturday when it yeah. won by about four thousand lengths. But yeah, uh, yeah no, it was. It was. I knew what it was going to do because they'd just been riding in a particular manner. Yeah. And when you get a horse that's just going to be ridden guts like that on their day, they can give a kick and keep going. So, um, yeah, but was something beaten? Meryl Haley. Flying. Going really, really well. So Chevelle de Vega. Good luck with uh, Mature Witness, Thank you. Guru. We might need it. Okay. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with uh, week one. Jockeys versus trainers. Mastermind <laughs> tournament. Look out. All right, BJ, I'm very excited about this. It is now time for week one of the Trainers vs. Jockeys, Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Competition. The long-awaited. The long-awaited <laughs> because we've been lazy. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, sponsored, of course, by our good friends up at the Mundaring Hotel, heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Get an opportunity if you're in the if you're in the hills, drop in, see the publican Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day, let him know that you listen to the one one, and uh, they'll roll out the red carpet for you up there. Feed, flutter, froffies. You were on the big deck the other day. I was on the big deck the other day. Really yeah, went uh, went had some fish and chips. Lovely. Had a had a quick chat with Butchie as well. So it was a yeah good Monday for me. Excellent, excellent. So yes, so yeah, support our sponsors, the good people up there at the Mundaring. Now, this is a bit of a treat this week, mm. one isn't it? Because we have. Mitchell Pateman and Stephen Parner. Mitchell Pateman representing the trainers in his first season as a trainer as well. So uh, these these two uh, first cabs off the rank, but we really need to have a bit of a chat with Stevie Parnham, don't we? Yeah, we do. He bring probably, him in. Bring him in. Bring we'll bring him in. in. Well, first of all, Stevie, thanks uh, thanks for joining us again uh, on the one one. How are you? Yeah, thanks, Terry and BJ. Good to be on, mate. We we got a we got a bit of a touchy subject with having you on today. So we, we've got a lot of um, a lot of one one podcast listeners uh, involved in a racehorse by the name of Newhad. Yesterday, we thought we were going to have our first win in our one uh, one pod <laughs> silks, Steve, and um, unfortunately, you've uh, ruined the party. You've ruined the party. <laughs> you've, you've ruined the party. It's very fair to say that Stevie's very unpopular in one one circle. Yeah, yeah, he is. He certainly is. So um, I, I reckon. I reckon Mitchie Payton might have found a few uh, extra supporters <laughs> for uh, for this little uh, for this little uh, headline. And um, on that note, 
We better introduce. Oh, that's all right. I'll try and get back on the good terms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but Stevie, it is good to see you uh, back in the winner's circle. Of course, you won the Bunbury Stakes on Saturday on uh, Caracapo and you, another winner yesterday. Things are starting to click into gear for you at the right time of year. Yeah, hopefully. Um, just found a little bit of form uh, leading into the autumn carnival. So good time to be riding winners. Hopefully that can roll on. Caracapo, um, dead set, dead set. That was that was a little bit of a surprise. I'd, I'd suggest. Were, were you a little bit surprised, Steve? Oh yeah, yeah. Have to <laughs> have to confess there, and didn't expect to to go into the race and uh, be a winning chance. But you know, um, you always go out to to place yours in the best spot and, and get the best out of him. So um, clear voice was the standout in the race, and just thought it was hers to lose. And um, yeah, just he was probably. The toughest one in it, you know, he chased her down and um, held them off. So, um, all credit to him. It was some win, wasn't it? It was. Crazy. It really was Crazy. some win. Sitting in the breeze outside, Clever went some winning. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was huge. Lifted, lifted by uh, Stevie Parton. Now, Stevie's representing the hoops in week one of the jockeys versus trainers, and our trainer representative is none other than Cyril Flower Stakes winning trainer Mitchell Payman. Mitchell, welcome back to the one one. Yeah, hey guys, I must be the only one that wasn't surprised Caracafo won had the best oh. form in the race. Jeez. Mitchie's had a fill-up, I reckon. I wonder how this will test you would have gone in the, in the Bunbury States. Can you stretch her out to 14 these days, Mitchie? You've worked wonders with her uh, thus far. Well, I said no to 1,200 100 times, so yeah, who knows what the future might hold, but uh, I think we'll keep her around 1,200 for now, so... We don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Who did who did you ride, Mitch, in the Taxigano in the Roma Cup to win a few years ago? Who's the biggest surprise? No, North, North, Northerly Stakes. The Northerly Stakes, yeah. sorry. The yeah. Taxigano winning the Northerly or Caracafo winning the Bunbury Stakes? Whoa. Oh, no, definitely Taxigano. Definitely Taxi. that is. Yeah. yeah. Third behind Mitchell Tessio. That's a late form. <laughs> <laughs> and kiss, nah, kiss nah, on all the cheeks as well. Yeah, exactly. Rosalie mm. wins in uh, Melbourne on Saturday and then they're going to have to put another flight on, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> what is the plan with this Altestra, Mitch? Is there a race pinned out? Is, is she out in the paddock? Um, yeah, straight straight to Group 1s, I'm presuming. Yeah, you know, it's just a pity there's none of them here at the moment. But <laughs> no, she um, she come back on Friday, yeah, Friday last week and um, the Marjorie Charleston's in about four or five or six weeks now, four or five weeks, so... Uh, yeah, that's where she's heading, and that's a very you know good race for her. Phillies and mares at twelve hundred at that time of the year. So um, yeah, hopefully get another one of them good races on her resume. Yeah. Now, Mitch, before we start, you, you've just kicked off your training career. I saw a few photos of you putting your hand up at the yearling sales. How's the training caper treating you? And uh, have you started missing uh, uh, life as a jockey just yet? Uh, no, I definitely don't miss it yet, and I'm sure the day will come when I do, but, yeah, not yet. The three meals a day is uh, yeah, very enjoyable at the minute, so no, I'm, um, yeah, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, the training is good. I haven't had a runner since this will test you. They're sort of all babies, and, yeah, the race ones were in the paddock, so, um, yeah, hopefully it starts to heat up a bit again soon. So you can give yourself a little plug. Did you, did you, have you moved all your, your yearlings yet, Mitch? Uh, yeah, I think we've pretty much sold them all up. They're sort of um, a well lot done. of the boys that are in the horses. Um, 
come in again and yeah no we sold them ones up but yeah we're always looking for some more horses so yeah there'll always be opportunities to get involved Mitchell Pavement Racing Stables okay so we got Mitchie is the uh the trainer's representative Stevie Parnham kicking things off for the hoops so gentlemen your names are your buzzers and to be crowned this week's mastermind you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly Terry Okay. Trainer, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Jockey, are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay. Three, two, one. Who am I? My career only lasted eight starts, but they were an eventful and much talked about eight outings. These eight runs were segmented into three different preparations for three different trainers. My first preparation, I debuted in 2009, running fourth in a Northern Maiden under the care of Danny Morton, a yard I stayed with for only my first three career runs. My final preparation, I was coming off a 20 month layoff when unable to recapture my best under the care of Dean White. I ran a long last in the CB Cox Stakes at my final career outing in 2011. It's, however, my second prep, which I am most well known for. After breaking my maiden status over the mile at Pinjarra, I was thrown straight into a Bunbury Cup a fortnight later. I was backed off the map and and duly (laughs) saluted. Beating Star Risker by Mitchell, one. Mitchell. 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 Yeah. Oh. Whipsaw. Gee, that went a bit longer than I thought, actually. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Mitchell. Yeah, Whipsaw. It was uh, eight star yeah. career, two wins, a maiden and a Bunbury Cup, BJ. That was it? Yeah. That was Interesting it. career. Interesting career. That's for me, that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mitchell won. Stevie, yet to score. Next question. Name the now Tasmanian-based jockey who booted home Saturday Skies for Ted Martinovich. Stevie. Steve. Daniel Ganderton. Ooh. Daniel Ganderton. One. Leveled up. One all. Equalised. Equalised. All right. Next question. How many starts has Tuscan Queen had since winning the 2020 Natasha Stakes? Mitchell. Mitchell. Mitch. One. Incorrect. Stevie for the steal. Two. Oh, <laughs> Stevie. Have I bugged that? No, that's right, isn't it? Yes, sorry. I just, yeah. had, I just had a moment there. Yeah. So Tuscan Queen won the Natasha and then won the Oaks and, oh, the, Oaks Derby. and the Derby. Oaks yeah. and the Derby. So it was two stakes and I just got a uh, rush of blood there. I thought I made a blue. So Stevie 2, Mitchell Pateman, one. Okay. First to three. Are we doing this question? Yeah. We're doing this one? All right. Stick with us, guys. This is a bit of a long one. The 2015 Kingston Town Classic was quenelled by the Bob Peters-owned Perfect Reflection and Delicacy. A few weeks later, the Perth Cup was trifected by Bob Peters, Delicacy, Neverland and Real Love. Who was the first horse home 
in both of those races not owned <laughs> by Bob Peters. Yeah. <laughs> I, came up, I came up with this one, so I apologize. Are we allowed to find a friend? So basically, who, yeah. finished, who finished third in the 2015 Kingston Town Classic behind Perfect Reflection and Delicacy? And then oh, Mitchell. Mitchell. Dark Musket. Oh, Dark Musket. How did, how did that suddenly come to you? Didn't someone say who ran third in the Kingston Town? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was basically. No, I know that one. That was basically know, the question. That was on the, uh, you remember that day? That was a heavy eight. Yeah, right? a heavy track. ten. Yeah. Yeah, it was an absolute bold. They were coming five and, yeah, or ten wide, I think. That, was, 10, uh, so. that was all. Here we go. Here we go. Two all. Trainers versus oh, jockeys. dearie me. Served up a uh, special first up. All righty. Where are we going to go here? What is the official Hong Kong name of 2020 Robert Stakes winner, Talladega? Mitchell. Mitchell. What a seesawing battle that was, BJ. <laughs> Congratulations, Mitchell Pateman, for the trainers, for the win, Terry. Won the first blood to, first the, uh, blood. to the training fraternity, BJ. Too strong. Yeah, too strong. <laughs> Stevie, yeah. Stevie was 2-1. I, I, I knew I was the outsider in the field, so. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie was 2-1, then Mitchell caught yeah. it back to 2 all, and then he got the jockeys with the, the last question. Talladega, of course, is now racing with great success in Hong Kong as a beauty joy. 3-2 to the trainers, 3-2 to Mitchell Pateman, $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring. Mitchell is all yours. How does it feel, mate? Oh, yeah, it's good to knock off the group one. You know, I'm class one and he's group one. So it's probably the only time I'll ever feed him on the big day. So, uh, yes, no, very happy. He's got a uh, he's got a uni degree and I dropped out in year 10. So, you know, a big moment. He's <laughs> pretty loved pumped. He's pretty he pumped, isn't it. he? Mitch, most importantly, you've, you've made it through to the semis, the final four. Uh, we might actually have to get a bit of a market up uh, on Twitter. I think I might yeah. need to create a bit of a, a bit of a book. I think I think Steve's brother Chris will be favourite. He he fancies himself, and he's he's relatively sharp in in all fairness. But uh, you in the final four? Can we get you back for the semi-finals? Yeah, of course. Who me uh, trainer cut counterpart? Uh, next next week we've got. Uh, I think it's going to be a bit of a gimme. We've got uh, LK. Fernie next week, uh, and the rest will. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, have, I'll have him covered. Just don't go down the Kalgoorlie path, and we'll be sweet. Yeah, every every single every single question was going to be about the goldfields uh, for that one. So just to give him some hope, he'll probably. I, th- still I, think, struggle. I think next week we've got Luke Fernie versus Jordan Turner. Hopefully, yep. hopefully yep. that's yes. that's the plan so. for next week, and then we'll uh, we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. So, but uh, but Stevie, thanks uh, thanks again for uh, representing the jockeys, jumping on, having a crack at the mastermind, and uh, hopefully we better get you back on at some stage um, for a chat here at the 1-1. Thanks again. Yep. Congrats on a uh, terrific week no of race riding in the saddle. But the winner, of course, Mitchell Pateman, we'll see him again in the semifinals, but he is through round one. Thanks, guys. Cheers for having me. Thanks, guys. Thanks, yeah, fellas. Cheers, guys. A bit of a, uh, a, a seesawing battle there, uh, BJ. And Mitchell gets first blood for the trainers. He sure does. It's 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 confusing to note to recognise him as a trainer yeah, at the moment. So I was I was a bit like, oh, yeah, but yes, Mitchell of course is uh, he's hung up the boots. He's a trainer now, and uh, 
They have drawn first blood in our Mastermind tournament. Stevie put up a pretty good showing first up, but uh, Mitchell was too strong late. He just got those chicken wings out yeah, he late. Just, <laughs> he, he stood up in the <laughs> stood up in the saddle at the fifty. That's how confident he was late. So he was, he was pretty happy. It's been a, been a big sort of couple of months for Mitchell. It certainly, he has, last yeah. ride, last winner. He's, he's uh, not won, the, won the big one with. Uh, this will test you, and now he's a mastermind. He's not a well. That's obviously the major achievement, yeah. but he's not a man that lacks a huge amount of confidence either. I uh, I think you could say, but uh, look, I think it's good that the trainers got some blood early, mm. um, because if LK Fernie, who's on next week, if he wins next week, I'll just about give it up. I will just about. That's that's just a free pass, isn't it? If, we, if it is Jordan Turner that's taking him on, we've just got to confirm. What with are Jordan. they saying on Betfair at the moment? Uh, they won't hold bets. Yeah, they're just not going to take them. <laughs> no, they they won't take them. Are they doing? Can we? Is there any like margin betting? Oh, it'll be well. Can, can, you shouldn't be able to do more than three bet, nil. But can, can we back Fernie like a plus you know, zero point five? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't be. I'd be, I'd be so taking the turner. You tip into drubbing. A drubbing, yeah. Drubbing. A whitewash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three zip. Straight up. Three zip, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He might not say a word about the mastermind. <laughs> yeah. Three zip. I'm giving him none. <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're away in racing on our jockey versus trainers mastermind tournament. We've got a cut uh, we've got, as we mentioned, Fernie versus Turner. Next week we've got a couple other contestants in the pipeline. We still need one more hoop. Because we've got Chrissy Parnham will yep. be one of the final two rounds. Yep. So we need one more hoop. And there's a couple of trainers we've spoken to. Yes. But if there, anyone else is keen or you want to throw someone out, uh, we can probably squeeze one more in as well. So, um, yeah, it's not too late to nominate. There's yes. obviously going to be four. Four, yes, four jockeys. There's going to be four rounds. So there'll be four rounds uh, that will knock us down to four contestants mm -hmm. for two semifinals, which will knock us down to week seven, which will be – the final. The big one. The big one. We might have to go first to five or something like that in the big one. Oh, maybe first to 20. <laughs> yeah, just do a two-hour mastermind. Just get full, them both full, in the studio. Full mastermind podcast. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right, very good. Thanks again to Stevie and Mitchell. And, uh, yeah, once again, that's the uh, mastermind. Week one of the mastermind tournament brought to, brought to everyone by Market City Meets. We return with race five, the first of our features. It's the Schweppes JC Roberts Stakes for the three-year-olds en route to the WATC Derby. Uh, 1,800 metres, set weights and penalties. And, of course, the dominant three-year-old of the autumn, or summer autumn thus far. And um, just a really, really good horse. Seven wins from eight starts. Tricks of the trade. Odds on again. Yeah, yeah, the old uh, the old Sean Wright Phillips um, waiting weight scale. I thought it would get a penalty, mm. or or not how it works. I I actually had a quick look through as well because I thought it would go up a kilo for its win, but you only if so tricks of the trade starts at fifty four, and then it gets it got two kilos for its first. Um, for the challenge win. Yep. And then it got a kilo for its Piper win and there's no more penalty for mm -hmm. races in that prize money range. Uh, so, yes. Party time. Party time, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, um, yeah, look, I think this is going to be rinse and repeat probably for both of us. Drawing draw a, draw a gate again. Drawing a gate again. Yeah. Um, I'll ask you uh, one question, BJ. If you swap the positions in running of Tricks in the Trade and Henchard from last start, so Tricks of the Trade... Stork, Timmy Singh, and Henchard. 
uh, lead and breeze and tricks the trailers right behind him. And Henchard was in the breeze. If you swap the position in running of those two, do you think you get a different result? I know what you're saying. I just think that tricks of the trade is just he just would find a way. Just the way. Do you reckon he sits in the breeze that day and holds him off? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. But that's that's why we that's why you're you're wrong and I'm right. But um I just think I just think if they got into a dog fight there, he You missed my yeah, SWP yeah. joke as well. Yeah, like, no, I Yeah, Sean Wright Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> Little Man City winger back in the day. <laughs> yeah, Sean Wright Phillips. Is that that was uh was he Man City? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all play for yeah, nine yeah, hundred right. different clubs yeah. over there. They yeah, they haven't got the word loyalty in the dictionary <laughs> in, uh, in England in uh in the Premier League. But uh so you think Tricks of the Trade would have still found a way from the Braves? I do. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Tough horse. Those Tough. Win. Just yeah. Yeah, know. like he's just he's he's just a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, silly thing to say, but he's he just he he just did it looks like, I mean, he blew them away first up at the twelve hundred, which was incredible. But then he's just sort of just done what he what he's had to very professionally at his three at his Breeders Challenge and Piper wins. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Like theoretically, tricks of the trade, Breezes Henchard gets the um, gets the trail, then the result should get flipped. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know whether this horse has just got that class edge where he would would have found a way. But I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Yeah. Oh, I just think that it's yeah, it's gonna get beaten sooner or later. This might yeah. be the one. I think there's a three wide line here. It looks a sticky map. Does he missing cross and find the fence? Does Rock and Nori kick up fourteen hundred to eighteen? Does outspoken lad from ten come across? Desperation to find the breeze, or they do they go back? Alma Herman from eleven, it could be a map player, a bit of annoyance. From a map point of view, but I suspect they'll just go back and not be a part of the race. Let's deal will be more aggressive here. Yeah. Wouldn't even surprise me to see like let's deal being the real aggressive one. And but then the stable mates probably won't want to chop at each other in front. But I, I dare say let's deal might even have ambitions to settle in front of tricks of the trade. Um, so well, I think you'll find tricks of the trade, even though it's barrier four, might end up a pair further back here. Um, Troy uh, has not really shown a pinch to kick it out. Uh, it's just naturally held that spot leaders back because. Um, well, they've been low, jumps low, nicely. low pressure races early yeah. as well. So this will be this will be a differently run yeah. race, but at a different spot. Could have horses outside of it. I just think <laughs> I said this the last few starts. I just think it could. It's a risk at that price, massively under my price. So I'm three dollars streaks of the trade. Now this is the one that gets beaten, BJ. Um, Henchard was about seven bucks yesterday, mm. and I wish I wish I pulled the trigger, um, but I didn't. It's now about five. Looking at it, so my plan with this race. If you it, well, my plan was if I'm backing against Tricks of the Trade, I just wait for Betfair yeah. because the money keeps coming every single. I know one starter won't come as hard, and that's how it works, but it just keeps coming. So you just think, well, if it's going to jump a dollar fifty why on isn't the exchange, come, why isn't it going to come again? It's got the gate. Doesn't doesn't get a penalty for its win the other day. Uh, just naturally, if Henshard had the spot that it did last. <laughs> no, no, but you know, I'm talking I, about, like it's yeah, gonna, no, it's going to bang on. It's going to start. You reckon it comes again? Yeah, it probably so does. Dollar, well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm, hoping even, even thin. I'm just hoping as thin as possible. Yeah. Um, and I'll be backing um, Henchard, definitely. Uh, leaders back, uh, peeling at the right time. I think it can uh, yeah, give it a shake. I've still got Tricks of the Trade favourite, but Henchard's sort of like 360 in my market. Um, definitely going to have something on late. Um, I wish it drew a gate. and I reckon this would have been an absolute special um, the late price, I reckon we get to 30 plus is outspoken lad. Yeah. I reckon outspoken lad. I just don't know if the the form is all that much 
different. Like Outspoken Lad on debut has smashed Black Fantasy, right? Absolutely smashed it. Has then come out, run last, a four or four, forget it went round. Like that's an end of prep run, forget it went round. Came out in the Magic Millions, was huge. Well, first of all, his trial was great. Yeah. Picking up and sprinting underneath horses. Great run over 1,200 metres, found traffic. Its final 100 was coming hard on the line. Yep. Um, beaten nothing in that class one. But it carried 60 breezed and went away from and ran the quickest last two, I think. Yeah, it was 1,200 1,600, second up was 60 and yep. crushed. It's just it's just the, the barrier. I don't know. I don't know if I want this horse ridden quietly. That's what I'm worried about. I definitely don't want it ridden quietly. So Joey's going to need to find a spot or hope that he missing crosses and it gets the breeze with some degree of ease. I think it's got a fair bit of toughness about it. Um, I just I just don't know how it maps, but all I know is that it will go around. I think the fifteen dollars at the moment is is uh, it's enough, but I think it will significantly lengthen in price. Yeah, well, you, we're singing from the same hymn book. So I was tricks of the trade. Obviously, I, I was a dollar eighty five tricks of the trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nine dollars henchard. That's my problem though, because I'm so because so you're a dollar eighty five, so you're what. 50 odd, yeah, 50, which is probably more accurate. Yeah. Oh, well, who knows? Uh, I went into this with a mindset. Yeah. Um, who would have thought I'd go into a race with a mindset? Um, so you're 55 ish percent of the market, and I'm 33 yeah. percent of the market. So yeah. I've got a everything else is going to look a lot shorter. Well, that's the that's difference what she between said. <laughs> <laughs> that's the difference between tricks of the train hand chart and our prices. Yeah, I've got outspoken lad third. Third line of betting, twelve dollars. So oh, I'm nine, and yeah. again, that purely comes down to the fact that I've mm. got tricks of the trade at three bucks. So, um, yeah, fascinating, fascinating. I- I'm going to probably look at attacking this race, dutching that pair. If but outspoken ladder drawn a drawn a gate, oh, I would have got look out. Would have got guard Loki because I would have yeah. got constant. Let's yeah. go with constant dream. He'd actually won. <laughs> um, have a good record in these little three year old middle distance races too. So um, yeah, look, I'm hoping for a big bet fair drift. I'm hoping we see thirty bucks to be honest, BJ. Yeah, and that might be me. Each I, even, I even thought that them, even if they do ride patiently, I think the race will really ramp up a long way from home. Yep, three wide lines. I think. Joey as a party can almost get involved, can sort of be second in the three wide line, if you know what I mean. It's just and then, and then rolling into the race with momentum. And just the way that he won the other day, I was like, oh, gee, that was a really strong performance from this horse. And it's got a good pedigree on the dam side as well. So it's got some strength and some stamina there. So um, big, big rest where three deep, no cover though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Big rest from that gate with three. Three, no cover. And from there, it's going to be very I thought, tough. I, I thought one of the Kersley horses might be leading up the three wide line. Yeah. No cover. But. There's a yeah, Rockinori. What are your thoughts? Couple happy, of gifts. Ha- happy to take it on. Rock yeah, a couple of couple of gifts. A really nice horse, but um, wonder if they're going to try and hold up and lead this. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Mm. When a horse is schooled in a particular manner, um, and especially when you're stepping up and trip like this, it, it might be hard to restrain. But you'd think here missing, they realise it's a far better horse when finding the pine. So you'd think there'll be a fair bit of aggression, and yeah. the Pierce camp might think that. Well, hang on, do we just want to tag it across, and that's how we get to the breeze? Yeah. So, yeah, th- th- this will be a, a high-tempo um, affair, especially, as I said, I think you'll see a bit more aggression, definitely a lot more aggression, I think, from Let's Deal as well. Yeah, so, I think Let's Deal will be a big improver on Sunday. Yeah, cracking. Uh, um, yeah, so Gr- Grant Williams has only won about six or seven of, the, <laughs> of these. Saddles up. He's only runner for the race is uh, Rock and Ori. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to – So no, he, well, no who, do be- who do you beat – uh, last start, he beat the horse that ran second in the last Black Fantasy, Black Fantasy yeah. and Karamundi. Uh, Kar- uh, that was a gift, that race. Yeah. That was Black Fantasy's gone back at the start. Mm. The money's came hard for Rockinori. Celavachi didn't try to lead. Like on paper, there looked to be a little bit of pressure on it, and there was just a 
yeah, it was it was a gift to Rock and Nori, but you can only beat what's in front of you. Exactly, and it's it was only at second start as well, so it's going to beat Pennies of Field the previous start. I don't think that form will add up. Pennies of Field had every chance yesterday, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Bradley. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm happy to have a Hit look. Him at, where it hurts. I'm happy to have a look at Rock and Ori and, and, um, and it's first. It crack. can win without me. Yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, but uh, I think I'm thinking this might be an outspoken lad investment for PJ. Yeah. As well, following late in. price. I'm not taking any. I'm going to just be patient. Okay. Hope that tricks the trade money comes, but uh, definitely Henchard for me as well. I said I'm three sixty or six dollars around, so usually I'd be chiming in now. But it's just the way tricks the trade is backed, and the fact that also Rock and Ori is a horse we support. Let's deal can be supported. Um, I don't think I need to chime in now. I'm just gonna just gonna Hold. wait. Use the fairest of bets. Make sure you do. All right, race six. Natasha stakes. Natasha, you asked. Uh, Steve was a bit stiff. Uh, for those who haven't listened to the mastermind, I'm going to give you a spoiler because you asked him a question before we actually went on air. Who uh, trained Natasha? Who trained? He got, he got that in about two seconds. Trevor Andrews, yeah. Natasha was a star on the uh, Oaks and the Australian Derby. It was Trevor Andrews and S.J. Miller, Bob Peters. Um, she, I don't think she had too many runs after that. I think she went and missed Natasha, but she was a superstar three-year-old filly. And this is this race is named in her honour. Uh, the final lead-up before the WA Oaks in two weeks' time. So this is a set weights and penalties clash for the three-year-old fillies, 2,200 metres. It's basically rinse and repeat from the uh, Ascot 1000 guineas two weeks ago. Yeah. Constant dreaming versus fine romance and uh, a cast of cameo um, supporting uh, runners here. So, What price are you for the third favourite in this race? I don't even care what the horse is, but what price were you th- for your th- third Oh, favorite? actually it was – Nine fifty, my third favourite. On twenty six, really? Yeah. Okay. I actually thought Mrs. America wasn't a bad run the other day. Um, had some excuses. But Chris, they've obviously decided that Arcadia Gems are better of the two rides, and that that concerns me. Yeah, great. that concerns me greatly. Yeah, it was okay, but how, Mrs. America, how is it turning the tables on that? It's not. Yeah. Gee whiz. So, but and I've I've managed to squeeze a bit of percentage out of the who I think might lead and try to nick it. Feels Danish as well. No, I've got feels Danish shorter than I expected because yeah. of that reason yeah. as well. Yeah. But yeah, I was I actually was pretty conservative. I was three dollars constant dreaming, four dollars fine romance. Oh geez. Yeah. What were you? I'll have I'll I'd actually and I never want to play two at those prices. Yeah. I'd play the pair, I reckon. Yeah. Uh two fifty-five constant dreaming, two eighty-five fine romance. Probably could have had fine romance a little bit longer. I don't I don't know. That I definitely lean to constant dreaming, BJ, but um, just in case uh, I haven't reminded everyone that we had a fill-up on that last start, I'm not going to dive in at 280 at this point in time. This this is just a great race to wait for Betfair, and if something silly happens, one of them gets smashed, I'll back the other. Yeah. Um, if some, I, I hope there's some money for something random like an Arcadia Gem or a Key or a Jewel or whatever. I don't care what it is. Um, Broadway Brenda. If I can play, like, say they're $3 <laughs> and three seventy, I will happily save one back the other because I feel like this is – it. I just – well, they're taking up in my book 74 84%. 84%? Mm-hmm. How's my maths? 69 and 5. 74%, sorry. 74% of my book. So, um, yeah, two-horse race, PJ. Pretty boring stuff. Mm. Just the map. There's no obvious leader. So, if, if fine um, – sorry, Feels Danish doesn't go forward, which I think they will. Um, Constant Dreaming is probably the best jumper of the lot. I just – 
You just want to be weary. They're not left out in front. Yeah. <laughs> bit of a sitting, bit of a uh, bit of a daffy duck out in front. I really like Fields Danish. I, I remember watching the replay of her champion Philly's performance. It just was exceptional. It was such a big run. It says here she's run six of eleventh, beaten five point six, but watch the replay. It was a massive performance. So I was like, I'm just gonna keep an eye on this this Philly. So she's one second up in a Pretty ordinary race at Belmont, but did knock off oh, float, float down. I was going to say, yeah, and then there were seven lengths further back. That's right. And there were seven lengths but further back. It was, back it was a 46 one. plus in terms of class, right? And tell you what, big forgiveness in that last run when she was held up and had to get on a cutaway, yeah, which wasn't the best spot the to be. And yeah. you don't want to stay up being held up then trying to sprint on a cutaway. So. This is exactly what I was going to say. And she probably should have won last uh, in that in that 2200 class three midweek. So she's got the. She's got a 2,000 and a 2,200-metre grounding under her. I reckon Troy Turner might be thinking, I can roll forward here and almost try to try to outstay them on uh, on Fields Danish. So Fields Danish is the big uh, big danger horse to the to constant dreaming and fine romance for mine. So, um, I've yeah. just seen there's been some money. Constant dreaming's into 240 yeah. and fine romance is out to – to the mid three, so there you go. Um, I still don't want to backfire. I just I feel like con- I should have maybe had constant dreaming shorter. Yeah, fine romance a bit longer, well, but I watched that replay countless times now. And so con- I. it was just str- it, it was such a strong win from constant dreaming. I know fine romance was just a little bit impacted by Uni Queen floating in the three wide line, and Paddy just wasn't quite able to go exactly when he wanted to. But still, I would have thought that he. he Fine Romance might have just peeled a little bit more ground off Constant Dreaming late. I don't know whether Paddy just gave her a bit of an easier time when he realised that he couldn't quite reel Constant Dreaming in. Um, they should be a lot closer in the run here to but, each other but, from four and six. Yeah, they should be. So I'm thinking- Two kilos. I'm thinking that, thinking There's a few little constant things in rom- Fine Romance. I think fi- Fine Romance. Uh, constant Romance? Fine Romance. Fine Dreaming? Follows Constant Dreaming. It'd be interesting to see whether the, the magical- Winkers, which was a very mm. positive gear change for Grant and Alana Williams with these Peter horses, Peter's horses. What the Winkers going on does fine romance with Hayden Valentine on Saturday as well. Mm-hmm. So, but obviously, 2200 getting right up into the fine romance pedigree wheelhouse. But in saying that, Adam Durant stayers, terrific record with his family. Like Constant Dreaming went 1400 first up at Geraldton, beaten. 1,800 listed race winner Ascot wins. So you'd think that she's got more improvement left in her as well. So, yeah. Uni Queen, tell you what, watch its last two runs. You haven't seen awesome have much less luck than Uni Queen's <laughs> last couple. I think there's going to be a blowout at Uni Queen. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's not going to be a blowout. <laughs> One of those two. Two out in the quaddies. 7, 8, 9, 10. No, it's not a quaddie league. 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah, no, it's not a quaddie league. Um, yeah, just stand them. Yeah, just those two will. Okay. Dominate. You can probably have a Quinella bet if you're happy taking 250. So. Right. I'm going to have a little nibble at Fuels Danish just in case. All right. Well, you definitely wait for Betfair. Yeah. au. Race seven. First leg of the quadrella on this 10 race card is the Passages Handicap. This is the first division of the 2100 ratings 66 plus handicap. Big nomination saw the uh, racing department divide this to create a 10th race. This is the first division. And I think this is probably a significantly better division as well. Terry? Well, time will tell. Yeah. From, oh. a, from a strength point of view, I think this is a oh, better I don't race. know. I don't know. What I did though, I thought it was pretty smart as well. I, I did one of the staying races early. Mm-hmm. And then I had a big gap and did the other one later because otherwise you're with so many horses that are obviously so similarly rated, you get confused. Yeah. 
Um, so I split them up my mind. So well done, Terry. Um, look, BJ, tough, tough, tough horse race. Tough uh, horse, horse race. Horse race. Um, who's our who's our current market? Like Tina Kutu will yeah. be will be popular. Understandable now. First thing I did with Tina Kutu was go twenty eight days. I don't like that for a stayer, but I had a quick look and I thought, why is that? I don't think there was a suitable race in the meantime, BJ. It was none for the Esperance Cup. Mm-hmm. They were obviously pretty confident with off we go, I'd say. So that's why it's come out of the Esperance Cup. I think it was just it's just come down to um, programming. To programming yeah. to some degree. So I'm not going to give it a negative mark for that. Um, yeah, look, he's got to be hard to beat. Obviously, the mile, uh, the 2000 should suit more than the mile. So makes a lot of sense. It's just about, I'm just trying to get my prices up. What price are we talking at the moment? Uh, about four sixty. That's probably about right. Yeah, that's that's fairish. I think I'm mid fours. So I was four fifty. It makes makes probably the most sense. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not not convinced. Uh, it's necessarily a star. That's not really saying it is. Yeah, no, that's the right price. Um, Chicklet can't win five dollars fifty. So we can take it on Jadavi. You've got to take on don't you? Take on Jadavi. You have to because uh, not only will this be its first go past eighteen hundred meters. Jadavi's winning like winks at the moment. You know how good it's going? Flying. It's making – like it made try for us look slow the other day, um, uh, just going so good. Holy, if it stays – Chapman gave Holly and Chapman windburn. Yeah. So it's – yeah, if it stays, it smashes them probably. Yeah. Um, all aboard the – who's the number one ticket holder? Kieran Evans. Yeah. He loves Kev. it. Yeah, it could be Kev, <laughs> number, one, number one ticket holder. Uh, the Jadavi trains. If you've been on his last couple of wins, I wouldn't blame you for throwing in again, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Chicklet Car, I don't think Chicklet can win. Um I don't think without reason can win. This isn't the same race as last start. Um, I won't get the same. Well, probably we'll get a very similar setup, but these, yeah. are, these are slightly better horses. Uh, but with Corporate Larrikin in this race, this will be a properly run um, staying race, BJ. So opinions will be well and truly divided. Born to try is 20 to 1. It's not impossible. Yeah, it was a good um, run the other day. Born the horse that will be forgotten about, it's already forgotten about. It's $26, $27. It'll probably jump 50 years. Right up the top there, BJ. Probably the best horse in the race. Treasured ground. Two starts ago, went super deep the trip, wrong ride. Last start, um, back underneath horses. The one thing if you remember about treasured crown i'm very big on this with treasured crown is the three wide horse that needs to be moving into the race from the six um tough steer for holly but the right gate to do that um again i'm not definitely not tipping it up i'm 13 14 so i reckon it'll go around at 40 to 1 bet fair so i'll have i'll have something on but um the one i wanted to back and it's just not my price is horse number eight black chips mm. i thought i'd see 15 dollars each way and, and yep. maybe i will late um, but Black Chips is uh, Tony Giglietta. Mm-hmm. Giglietta. Tony Giglietta is, is, is figured this horse out nine year old. It's quite an amazing yeah. effort, actually. It's probably, probably uh, underrated to some degree. But I mean, four starts ago, knocked off. He's a lucky lad after doing all the work. He's a lucky lad. Jury's out on a little bit at the moment. Next start, did all the work against Come Right Back, who got it. There was a gap back to third. Then on a, the 24th of January, third to Come Right Back, beating a long way far away. That was a cold rail and they led. A, I don't think Black Chips is a leader, and B, that was on the cold rail. Then last start, got held up and went back to the rail. Is Black Chips, the one thing you don't want is his horse being held up and going back to a fence. To, to run third and punch on like that, I thought that was huge. So... Um, yeah, expecting black chips to go back to the tactics of sitting Staying just off them yeah. and then peeling at the six. Very similar. I, I think there's very little between black chips and fryer away. Um, I've marked that pair about 650. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, look, I'm just going to be waiting for Betfair and it'll tell me what I'm backing. But I'm presuming I'll be on Treasured Crown and black chips. 
Yeah, so I was Tinaku to actually four twenty. Sorry, mm. no, sorry, my mistake. Typo. Four fifty Tinaku to, uh, and then I had a bunch of them on like ten or four, four forty. Yeah, I was so I had a bunch of them on ten or twelve dollars. Fry away without reason. Outback Jack, who was massive, massive last up. Three wide, no cover. The entire drops four kilos. Um, Outback Jack after its last up, third two without reason, and far away. Rolling forward, I could see Outback Jack running sort of second, third behind Corporate Larrikin. Um, and then, yeah, I had Jadavi, Chiclet, Black Chips around the around the $12 mark. So the quote opens up. But even like what you said, I, I, I priced Treasured Crown and Born to try $19, but I wanted to get them tighter in the mm. market but because um, they got class on, uh, on their side as well. But it was just a very hard race to mark. Um, mark. But mark hard and fast mock but yeah Tenniku 2 on top 450 but um, I thought Friar away is just flying and from this draw he's just going to be right in the, he's just going to be in the right spot it so. wouldn't be fair if it won without me on I've uh, just been the number one ticket holder mm-hmm. in, uh, in saying that we did have a good we've had well, we've had several yeah, good one too I've had yeah, yeah what am I talking about I've had very good results Friar away but um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to create a little book on Betfair, I'd say. I'm going to probably back three, four runners. Depending. Yeah. If I can chop out Tina Kutu at five bucks, I probably will, seeing as I'm 440. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to park myself in the in the punting palace on Saturday because it's a day where I think I need to be focused and oh. um, paying attention. Where's the punting palace? Upstairs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as though Tina Kutu far away out um, – Black chips are going to be similarly positioned in running, sort of maybe oh, even, Tina maybe even further back, maybe even following each other. Might be yeah. black chips being followed by Far Away, being followed by Tina Kutu. So those three, I'm sort of hovering over um, out, without reason to be out the back and running on. But they're, they're the sort of three that I'm looking at: Tina Kutu, Far Away, and Black Chips as well. So, but yeah, yep, same it, three. Add. Treasured crown, just because okay. I know it's going to go around a wild price. Yeah. Um, and if everything goes right, it can win. Okay. Yeah. I like a stayer on the five-day backup, and I think they've been stiff a couple of times in a row. Yeah, it was got chopped out on straight and then came again late for uh, Michael Ploy. Poy. Poy, sorry. Poy, who uh, flew in from uh, from Melbourne to, to ride it on Esperance Cup Day. Rode a winner. Sweet Snitty. Sweet Snitty. That was for his mate too, yeah? Yeah. Jordan Roth. So, mm-hmm. well done. Uh, okay. Moving on to the second division of the rating, the 66 plus 2100. Uh, has Bo got a start yet? Oh, just yeah. that's a problem. We can't, yes. re- we can't really. There is nommed and booked for a race on um, Saturday, Sunday. What's the day after Saturday? Yeah, Sunday. He's using the 1800. And yeah. But Sunday. Steve Parnham's now been named for Saturday. So I'm going to make the presumption that if they get a. Uh, a scratching, um, which has to be a chance um, in a 14-horse field, that uh, they'll probably go around and it changes the race, BJ. Yeah. So it's hard to preview this one until Saturday morning, to be honest with you. Yeah. We can. It's just harder because they either go at a pretty controlled tempo with a horse like maybe Big Butter Boom leading. Yeah. Uh, Darcel rolls forward from 10. Yeah. Um, but they go semi-controlled or, or bow count. Um We'll try and gap them, as he should. I, I reckon that's the way now. We yeah. can't just try and put one on him. And he will win at a price um, in the next Somewhere. couple of months. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just have to keep doing the same thing. I like the I like the race on Sunday better, I think. Mm. Then in saying that, I haven't looked at it too in depth. Is that the one with Alaskan God? Yeah. It is, yeah. Alaskan God and American Trooper, the two three-year-olds in it. Yeah. There's a couple others in it, but yeah. Oh, just 
Any superstars? Uh, TKs? Any? Peppy Jacks? Oh, Peppy Jack, yes. of course. Yeah. Yes. PJ. For the uh, for the, the good folk and the yeah. Peppy Jack syndicate. Um, yeah, Bo Count just, he just, just hovers, casts a, casts a uh, An ominous, shadow ominous over this sh- particular <laughs> race. <laughs> Yeah. As he does in all races he competes in, to be fair, does, mm. does Bo Count. He's allow a real, it. real wild card. Let's just do a quick Bo Count out. All right. Well, Bo-Kart as we out. said, there's a little bit of speed, but yeah. I, I think the speed isn't much of a worry. I don't think that'll be there at the end. I think Butter, Big Butterbone is flying. Yeah. Just needs to find the right setup. I don't know if this is it. Um, look, I, I basically narrowed this down to four horses I wanted to consider from a betting point of view, BJ. They were a Mark Blazing Away favourite. Mm-hmm. Um I tried to learn about breeding last night, which is definitely not in my wheelhouse, but the the dam is Malaika. You should have uh, messaged Ian Butchie O'Connor. I, I genuinely thought about yeah, it. I genuinely have, thought about it. would have loved it. it. Yeah. As I went on to the Mundaring the other day, we sat down. He was talking about breeding within about um, yeah within about 30 seconds. And yeah. Nicola was sitting there going, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the, get me another glass of wine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> if, you, really, if you're ever in doubt, just uh, he's a night owl as well. So if you're up late doing form and you've got a breeding question, just uh, flick him a t- yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll enjoy it. I will next yeah. time. Um, but yeah, I think Blazing Away was super. I, again, some of some of these, I, I think I'm going to get the price here. Like Brad went up, I think fifteen bucks Blazing Away or something. I thought everyone would go up that price, and yep. it's eight dollars fifty. Now there's even been support, so I'm not taking the eight fifty. I'll wait for Betfair and, and see what lobs up. But um, it's it's flying. I beat nothing two starts ago, but just got chopped out twice in the straight. Wasn't entitled to to finish their race, let alone win it. Um, and then last start, they walked and got held up and got through and hit the line better than anything. So uh, if Blazing Away stays, I reckon it's going well enough. Yeah, Chris, to, uh, Christy to CJP. Yeah, big big jockey upgrade mm-hmm. for a horse that's going to be ridden with cover. So that's yeah. that's the major aspect as well, BJ. Yep. But there is the concern it may not stay. So we'll um, just have a win bet there. Chili is hot, second in my market at $5 and about 6 bucks. Um, next in line, I got Heza Parker at six fifty. It's 15 Mm-hmm. So by that theory, or 13, sorry. So by that uh, theory, he's a park has probably got to be a bet. And the other horse I wanted to consider, um, obviously try for us, but I knew that was going to be under my price. I'm yep. $6.50. I think it's just been given a couple of nice I was uh, four fifty try for us. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm happy to take it. What, what price is try for us? 360 at the moment. Yeah, so I knew. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, it's crunch. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, it's shorter than that. 390 Yeah, 280 to $3 across the board. So well under my price, which is a good thing. Happy taking what it did, on. What did it open, Trifros? Mm, don't know. Uh, but the other one's Baranova. I told you I had a Baranova. Trifros was, Brad was $4. I told you I had a Baranova statistic, BJ, which okay. you were excited about hearing. So here it is. Baranova's only raced over uh, 2,000 metres five times, moral beaten once. Maybe not moral beaten, but had no luck whatsoever, and it won the other four. Mm. So Baranova is a true stayer. 1,400-metre trial finished alongside Paddy's Shadow, who came out and won a Bunbury Cup um, cold ride the other day, prep ride, you'd say. Yeah. Whether it needs one more or not, yeah. I don't know. The race will also – it probably needs bow count even. A, yeah. it becomes a more of a staying test. B, they might bunch more on the bend and be able to come from last. Not the type of horse I like Paul Harvey on um, all that much. I, I think he can get a bit – I, get, I think he gets a little bit lazy on that type of ride when you last need to circle, follow the right horses into it. Like that ride on Winifer. He rode Winifer the other day. I wasn't even on it. Um, wasn't a bad ride, actually. Super in it. Mm-hmm. The horse, the run before was great as well. But he's going back to the fence and then he just sort of gave up. He pulled the stick out before the bend, even though the horse was travelling. I think he could have just ridden it and I don't know, he just lost interest. And that's what worries me. Um, 
the pond having to come from last and find the right back and it needs a bit of a, a bit of a ride with some guile. So anyway, they're the five runners. My next in line is nearly 30 to one, big butterboom winner for type thing. So blazing away, chili is hot. He's a park a try for us, Baron over. I've got about three bucks between a lot of them. Okay. Pointy end, so I'll just play the value again. Might create a little book on Betfair. BJ. I was my my numbers were I was 450 try for us on top. 950 for Baron over and overthought. So hang on, start that again. Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> why do you ask me to start? No, why do you ask me to start again now. when you're not when, when you're listening rarely now. listening? Um, <laughs> nine fifty Baron over nine fifty overthought. What price you have overthought? Uh thirty five. Yeah, I reckon. It, um, yeah, 100%. I've, been, I've been hovering. I've been hovering over overthought. And, yeah, um, look at it. Single figures, isn't it? Yeah, that's thin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, the, then I got blazing away next in line, eleven dollars, and then my blowout is uh, Secret Pearl with Lucy going on. I reckon, yeah. it's, I reckon it's just got a bit of a. This is a Lucy type of horse yep. and a Lucy type of race. So I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Secret dropping Pearl's dropping own. from fifty eight and a half down to fifty four point five. Um, third up into its prep. Yeah, I think I think Secret Pearl could run a cheeky race at odds. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm with you. It's mm-hmm. a. Uh, yeah, it's a cracking horse once it gets to 2,000 metres. And yep. Lucy is arguably our best rider of stayers. Yeah, yeah, suits. So she's ridden – She's uh, the secret pill has gone well for Lucy in the past as well. Mm-hmm. Tough race, but um, – Very tough. What price for you? He's a Parker. Uh, that might have been the, the one that got under your guard, is 21. it? 21. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How's he's a Parker's placement, Morris? Ever I since know. it won a Class 3 back in January of 2019 um, – Went to a 72 plus, and it's just been just Bunbury Cups, Boulder Cups, Cow Cups, Perth Cups. Like it's just, it's gone back to 72 plus great occasionally. But two starts ago, I went back to a midweek. I carried, well, it was given 62 and a half, used a claim, and um, was beating a lip. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, massive, probably the right. This is the perfect placement. It's yeah. gone from a 97 to a 78 Raider. 97, I think it peaked out from memory. Yeah, 97 yeah. to a 78 Raider. Um, this is just placement. Perfect placement. It's just whether the the old legs can, and plus it needs a bit of luck in running. But tough race, page. Thousand and seventy days between wins for he's a Parker, but well, you're right. He hasn't really run into. You could say it's true. Ran into sixty six plus. Although he he carried weight in a midweek or two starts ago, it was huge. Yeah, and then over he, the then, mile, then he comes out of suitable the, as well. Comes out of the detonator where there was a set weights and penalties. Race, he went so fine. He, wasn't yeah. he, he was went good. fine yeah. in the detonator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rails runs not his go. So. After all that? Yeah. Horses. Horses. Um, Blazing. I'm going to tip Blazing. I wanted to tip Blazing. Going into this, like yeah. my thought process was if I'm just giving you a tip, I'd say I want to be on Blazing Away and the previous race I want to be in Black Chips. Okay. But I was. I thought I could get – if I'm, I'm – in my mind, I'm getting set at 15 bucks each way yeah. for the pair and I'm I'm uh, tickled pink. All right. So following your logic, if you give me a tip for the start, for the previous race, I'll go Tina Kutu. For this race, I'll go Baron Over. Okay. All Baron right. Over, yep. Yep. Uh, all right, well, I reckon we've absolutely monstered those eight races because there's a fair to get through. Yep. I reckon races nine and ten are a pretty quiet little end to the day, actually, BJ. The mm. uh, race nine is the Vinnies and Rotary Club of Perth Handicap. You're been, right, though. Why Why wouldn't the features have been quaddy legs and then we finish with the two staying races? Not sure. Of course, maybe, yeah, make it a full staying quaddy. Yeah. Oof, love that. <sighs> love okay. a stay. Love a quaddy over a journey. Um, <clears throat> race nine, absolute three-horse race. So many of these... Fields and the reason I'm talking about creating little books on Betfair is I've got like my fifth favorite at 30 to one or my third favorite at 25 to one. So mm. I can, yeah, it's boring, but I can create little little books, yep. which in my markets only give me a 
15% chance of losing. Anyway, um, Crystal Dane, can it get across special view? It's probably yes. the most important part of the race. Yes, yes, yes. Um, had to work real hard to do so. But it's a horse that's doing it at both ends. So, um, yeah, Crystal Dane looks like she'll just keep running and winning. Dion Luciani's really good at getting these horses to stay up. Bit of a that's funny as type feel, isn't there? Yeah, unreal. BJ. So um, the the big thing is here, though, Holly loses is one kilo of her claim. She's down from a three to a two from its last run, and it got five points from its last win. So that's effectively three and a half more kilos. So it's a bit of weight that it has to deal with. But mm-hmm. um, the two – Dangers, uh, weapons, and it comes to time. Agreed. And yep. Both look like they map second half of the field to me with the way it's set up because you've got speed from special view, worth a risk, patristic mini winnie with uh, jet on, Maginica from 10. Maybe Maginica rolling across. Yeah. Yep. So there's a fair bit happening there. So I think both get back, which probably is. Late in the day, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but um, just some risks. Weapon Sun is flying. Yeah. Um, Brad Pan a bit stiff to be sacked. I'm surprised he's not on again there because once a, you get to know a horse, I'd, yeah, I, I would have probably been a bit more keen. Weapon Sun had Brad been on board. Nothing as Joey. That's purely just because I like a bit of continuity in the saddle. Um, and comes the time is obviously a good thing beaten last week. Uh, and Michael obviously reckons he can um, get it out to the twelve uh, to the fourteen hundred, yeah. which will be a big watch in a race that should be truly run, as any race Crystal Dane's going to be in. So um, comes a time was another one that'll be popular, but I don't know. I'm not going to try and reinvent the wheel at this stage. I'm two seventy Crystal Dane about four bucks the other two, and then a million to one everything else. So I guess Crystal Dane on top. Very good. Yeah, I was 350. The pair of them comes a time, Crystal Dane, with uh, Weapon Sun 550. So what are we talking at the moment? Um, Crystal Dane 320, comes a time, 330. Well, Weapon Sun's $3.40 as well. So, yeah. The market, yeah shit. market's definitely saying there's three in it. Yeah. You get a feel for the day. If, if leaders are, are dominating... Um, if leaders are, but yeah, did you? I watched the start of that race several times. Special view, if, if there was real intent, Paddy Carberry, I, I think, will probably show less intent than Cash. He's more happy to let his horse settle and be in a happy sort of pattern in, in running. But um, wouldn't surprise me if Hayden gives really firm instructions to Paddy, like, we're a better horse leading out in front railing. Like, even if you go quick, keep Crystal Dane in the breeze. Mm. Be interesting. Interesting. Look at Crystal Dane's form. It was like it ran fourth to Chevelle de Varga in Trade War. I think it won its start prior to that midweek with Sean McGrady Did. on. Then it ran second to Burn You to Survive. That's un- prior, prior start to that, it ran second to um, Miss Vasari, three deep three. no cover. Then it, then it was three wide no cover. Holly on got beaten a nose by Double Spice, protested against the winner. Then it's whacked Houses Serenity in. Blow Me Out, ran 122 for the 14 the other day out in front. So Yep, secret to Behind it there as yeah. well. Go around short at uh, Pinjara, Pinjara yeah. today. So, a nine, uh, yeah, six year old mare, new trainer is prep. Dion and Connections having a ball with this mare. So, yeah, she's going to be out in front doing it. But I just thought I really wanted to sort of, I, yeah. What price do you have, Weapon Sun? $4 something, did you say? Yeah, I, I gave just purely a map. Again, I'm, I'm I'm waiting till the day here, and it was a market I had, had no. I've got no interest in having a bet at this stage. Yeah, um, yeah I'm just going to wait and see what happens. I'm two seventy Crystal Dane, four twenty Weapon Sun, four sixty five. So I've actually got Weapon Sun shorter. Um, then comes the time that was on the fact that um, just the fourteen hundred meters yeah. they were query, but. If you told me that I wasn't going to be on come to time in this next run, oh, no. I'd go up and last start. I would have said you're kidding. Yeah, but we can't just back it for the sake of that. If it beats me, it beats me. 
who, who knows, comes a time might be the one that drifts out to six bucks and yeah. they end up backing it. Yeah, it's, it. it's one of those days. I'm just, um, yeah, I'll, I'll wait and see. Uh, one horse I want to touch on before mm. we leave this race is I'm expecting improvement from your old foe, Tin Snip. Yeah. It had no luck um, in the Resort Man race two starts ago where it was three wide, no cover and working. And then the other day, fired up big time for Holly Watson, sat outside leader in the Dom shoot race and punctured from there. I think they'll go back on Saturday right a bit more conservatively with CJP back in the saddle. Tin Slip's form last prep was so much superior to what he's shown so far this preparation. Going to back Adam in to turn this fellow around with a bit more of a more of a conservative ride. So look for, look for Tin Slip. Getting back into a bit of form, running on, hitting the line hard late. 2019, two-year-old the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just beat a, beat a horse home first. The awards, the awards the odds continue to uh, oh, yeah, been, deliver. Just, get, just get, getting fristed, don't we? Anyway, BJ, <laughs> race number 10, we've found it to the end. It's time. Oh, I tell you what, this is going to be a popular oh, yeah. selection in this week's Get Out Stakes, S-T-E-A-K-S, brought to us by who? Market City Meats, Guru, largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at Canning Vale Markets on Bannister Road. Jimmy Hewitt, one of the great supporters of the 1-1, been with us since day one. Timmy and his team Come on. run the show. Swing past, let him know you listen to the 1-1. Timmy, uh, he'll uh, look after you, that is for sure. And certain, check it out, Market City Meats. Congratulations to episode 117 winner, Jason Bombach. Mr. Bomb Mr. Backstick. <laughs> Mr. Bomb Backstick, Jason Bombat. Congratulations. After mm, Mr. Uh, Lover Lover. <laughs> mm, they call me Mr. Bombastic. Now, Mr. after a couple Bomb. of weeks where the Sam White rule was uh, required, we um Who won the we, last we last breathed the sigh of relief. Bragwell. Bragwell. That's right. Jason Bombach. Bragwell. One mm. point. Uh, he was flat, one length. The official margin was 0.92 lengths. Yeah. So Jason was nearest the pin. That was easy. Perth stewards didn't have to break a sweat. So um, well done, Jason. Hope you enjoy your fill up there from Market City Meats. Now, to enter the Get Out Stakes, race 10. Don't forget race 10 mm. at Ascot this Saturday, March 12. Send us a tweet at the 1 1 pod. Let us know who you think will win the Get Out Stakes and a decimal winning margin. Two decimal places preferred. Don't forget, you can never forget the all-important Sam White rule, Terry. First in, best dressed, BJ. Tell you, I was at the um, Broken Hill watching the races last uh, last Saturday and um, there was some serious brag. I don't know if there was the owners there or who was there, but uh, they – Lifted the roof off the place when Bragwell won the last. I absolutely loved it. Well, I hated it. Maybe they it had on. Caracapo and the Cordy. They probably did. Yeah, yeah. I think no. They had the they had the double Caracapo all up, um, all up, um, Bragwell, and then they took they it. In, got, they took they, it into winning they aces probably, midweek. They probably, got, they probably got two Cordies with the dead eagle. Yeah, and then they laid Shane Warne's horse yesterday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this this market's my market. Bj, how's a Serenity? I think Miller's only backing it up because it's pulled up a treat. Yeah. I, I think it crosses easily. I just don't think they catch it or beat it. I've marked it even money. I could have added a dollar eighty. Yeah, look, especially if the track's playing in that particular manner at that stage of the day, it's going to be more helpful. But even if it's not, what it did to them and what it did in its trial, and then what it did first up, they just—it's huge. It's flying. It's um, it's going to go bang, 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 bang. If if it continues that to perform, uh, the danger for me was Sassy Trader. If Lucy can pop it out, grab the back of House of Serenity, it's flying and going. Um, it is going super, BJ. But uh, yeah, that's my market basically, exactly as it is. 
pretty confident how Serenity will win, but it's not a bet price. Yeah. Just share your thoughts. I wasn't as short as you with House of Serenity, yeah. but uh, I do think that Sassy, House of Serenity, Sassy Trader, it could have a bit of a uh, new hat. Um, Lord Augustus. Lord Augustus feel to it with uh, Sassy just stalking and launching like, but no. Uh, it's too soon, I think. House of Serenity was too authoritative last Saturday. Time was there. Dominant victory. Yemen was in the race. Um, come across, found the rail. How Yemen does, pulled how, up Shinsaw. Did it? Yeah, pulled up Shinsaw. So, did, yeah, not many three year olds pull up Shinsaw. No, did that's they? unusual. That was the otherwise would have won by a few. Yes. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, a gap back to, <laughs> gap back I mean, to House gap. of Serenity. That's the only thing I'll say about it. House of Serenity's win. She ran the quickest last two after um, leading, leading and, slash and, breathing. and then sitting up. Yeah. But Denim Pack and, and Wednesday around second and third, Denim Pack was deep the trip. Um, it, it's not a good form line, but she's absolutely. Put it, yeah, well of them. So yeah, yeah, it was emphatic, mm. emphatic there, and uh, weights basically the same half kilo. Oh, actually, sorry, she loses a kilo, so yeah, half kilo difference between the other day. Gets the gets the lead. Now you you would imagine that Simon A, as you said, wouldn't be backing up if he wasn't hundred percent happy with how's the serenity mares flying. She's just the horse to beat. If anything's going to beat her, maybe Sassy Trader at his best. I thought he was pretty good. Last Saturday on the quick backup was uh, really hitting the line with um, ferocity behind express time last of the eleven hundred meters. If he can jump from gate one and stay, remain close enough to Houses Rennie, maybe. But that's about it. It's good. Houses Rennie might have the get out stakes all sign up. M- might come down to uh, the margin. <coughs> Seven decimal points this mm. week, I reckon. That's yep. going to be that's going to be that popular. Yeah. Yeah. Need to do it to pie. How many decimal points is pie? All I can remember was 3.14278 something. Hmm. Mathematician over here. I, I guess the last three. Hang on. Bernard Einstein. That's what is it? We don't need. I don't think what is that? didn't know what pie is. No, it wasn't even, wasn't <laughs> even close. 3.14159. Oh, dearie, man. All right, we need a. That wraps us up. No, it doesn't. Doesn't it? No. What do you mean? We're going to come back with our. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. It wraps us up till we get to that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're we're going to get there. Betfair Best, well, well, we'll take a break and we'll be back with our Betfair Best, our Maddies and our Lays for Natasha Stakester. Okay, Guru, let's do it. Betfair Best betting propositions over the day. Over to you. Uh, I want to prefix this by just really filling everybody with confidence and saying, I reckon I'm going to lose on Saturday. <laughs> it just feels like that type of day. <laughs> it's a tough old day. Um, value, I've got to look for the one that's value comparative to my market, and that is all the way back in race number one. Uh, I'm $2.55, currently three fifty. Uh, horse number four, Shern, BJ. My best as well, it's a Shern. Ooh, yep. Ten race card, we've lined up one, I like it. Yeah, it's a Shern. Yep. Well, you, you, uh, were shop two, early. you were two point something, weren't you? Yeah, Do you reckon I, the money will come? Uh, well, I thought quick. We won't go back through the race again. Quick view of the market is Kelvin nine two eighty. I was sorry. that doesn't shorten. Yeah. Alien from Mars four eighty doesn't shorten. Point taken six fifty getting back first up that doesn't shorten. Garage days doesn't shorten at seven fifty. Short talk definitely lengthens from five fifty. Definitely lengthens. Sweet strawberry. It can just. It was stiff again, but anyway, nine bucks. Is, yeah, you're right. Shop yeah. early. No, I agree. There's, I can't say maybe Alien from Mars, but. Um, yeah, okay. That's my only bet for the day. I'm not sure. Turn it off after that. Uh, you lay. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> tough day. Yeah. Tough day for a lay, but I'm going to stick my neck out here. So, I'm uh, try for us. That sounds like that sounds I, like my early 20s. I, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, marked try for us 450. It's been heavily supported this morning, currently 280, 290. <laughs> try for us can be my lay on Natasha Stakes. Uh, it's funny. I was going to, um, 
I'm, I did that with Try for Us last time out just because it was under my odds. And yeah. I usually I like when I like making my lay a horse I really don't think can win, yeah. and it won. Yeah. Ended a long streak of lays that hadn't won. Uh, another very poor story. I am going to be boring and just lay Chicklet in race seven, but we'll lay it for the place as well. I don't think in a hard run, um, twenty one hundred meter race, it'll be there when the whips are cracking at the end. How so. was the steer from CJP in the, the other day? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. That, that's yeah. a man who's uh, yeah. In uh, supreme confidence, and he came out and won the Esperance Cup last time. That was a it was a Lee, wasn't it? Yeah, a Lee steer. Um, Maddie, <laughs> that's serenest. Yeah, it was a serenest. <laughs> My Maddie is in the Natasha race six, number oh. six. Feels Danish. It's good. Fudging a little bit at the moment, but oh, surely, yeah, surely you'll get, you'll get it. You'll get it definitely. How, how, how's our Maddie's going lately? Yeah, uh, hot. You know, oh, your, your best got up last week at six bucks or something. Yeah. Native Charms. Yeah. And Denim won, Pack. Won by panels. Um, Denim Pack was mad. Denim Magic Pack was mad. Well, the previous week we went two constant two. all up penny on the queen. Mm-hmm. So, very mad. And your Maddie was, uh, your best slash Maddie was Upgard, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hitched the wagon. <laughs> so you said the money just kept pop, 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 popping in all week. Uh, you got to be wary. Come on, buddy. It's yeah. unnecessary. It's 50, it's 50 down my street. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, sometimes when you see the money come hard like that, you got to wait for it recorrect. That's why Betfair is great. You know, mm. I'll be surprised it's gone because often these horses recorrect. There's a tipping service that tips them and um, they often recorrect on Betfair late. Uh, Maddie, look, there's a lot of horses I'm going to back that are probably going to get to 21 on Betfair, but I, none of them are at $20 now apart from um, race seven, number one, Treasured Crown, yep. who I still think will start longer than it is now anyway. So I'll be having something very little on it. Okay. Very good. That's it. Oh, you've already given me yours, haven't you? I wasn't yeah. listening. So Danish. Yeah, that's standard, standard behaviour. Who's so. Danish, Treasured Crown. Yes. All right. Well, there we go. The end of a mammoth, a woolly mammoth, 10 race card we've got there. Um, I don't know how much good we were. Fair on, but... Thank you.